Welcome to Machine Learning. So, I've been working with Entity Framework Core.NET Core, and uh, you can do two things with it. It's kind of interesting. You can create um, you create objects through classes, and using iCollection, you can have a parent-child relationship. Then you can set up your DB context. Um, as a derived from DB context, and then generate, create your database, and then migrate your tables or your objects over as tables on the database. Let's say it's SQL Server. So the DB context allows you to have any type of database or a large number of different types of database. I shouldn't say any type of database. And um, and then you can apply migrations and it'll create the schema um, over on the SQL Server side. And then when you do update database, um, it will take the migrations and apply it. So you can have two, you can have it do it two ways. You can use the migrations to create a script and then you can apply that script through a database administrator or in the case if you have uh, access to the database, you can do a, a update database and then it'll apply the migrations and create your tables. And it creates your primary key and your foreign keys and indexes and it maintains those relationships between uh, the objects. Okay, so that's great. So then once you have your DB context, then you use DB set to access the um, the database and then it will convert through your link code it will convert that into uh, SQL commands that are then passed over to the database and executed and returned back and then there's a model binding that that uh, maps the incoming data uh, JSON data into to objects and object collections. So it's, it's really pretty nice uh, and it's not a mystery on how Entity Framework works. So you can go in and look at the Fluent API and see what the it discovers in terms of um, constraints, required fields, data types, and uh, relationships between the data. and. So then once you have your objects, then you no longer have to think about the SQL. You think about how you're, you're accessing the, uh, the, your model through the, through the objects. Okay, so that's one aspect. Another aspect I was thinking about today was um, in Flutter, where you're dealing with uh, business logic components. And what they do is they, they break the, the business logic component into an inherit widget. And that inherit widget is called a provider. So at the highest level, probably at your application, you're gonna create a, a block provider. And that will be a class that's derived from uh, BLOC, block. And that block uh, code is a assembly 
that's imported in. And then you also have two other classes that you can bring into your XAML uh, as non-assemblies, and that those are uh, Flutter Block and Equatable. Now, Equatable, what it does is it it uh, allows you to compare objects at the data level, not instead of at the uh, at the object hashing level. So you don't want to compare hashes; you want to compare actual data um, within the the object instantiated object with each other and that's what equatable does for you so it, it makes sure that you can compare the same types together and also that the data is being compared rather than the hashing values okay so then once you have a provider then what you do is uh, you you tie that to a builder and uh, provider passes data it's waiting for events so events are generated to the provider and the provider then sends back output in the form of a state and that state then can be uh, an object or a class or it can be an enumerable let's see it could be a class or it could be a variable type but for the most part, you want to use classes so that if you have to pass back a payload, that you can pick that up in the state. And then the builder picks up the state, and then it binds that to the UI. So that's the basic idea of a provider and a builder and a, and a block. And then what you do is you're, what you're passing events on the provider and it's then changing the states uh, in the block code. Now the block code has a mapping function and that mapping function picks up the event and then based on a particular uh, event type, it's going to do some sort of processing on it and then it's going to then do a yield. So it has an async star and then it does a yield and then that will uh, then send out a state value on the stream and then the, the, the provider, the uh, block builder, will pick up that uh, state value 